नमस्कार आदाब सत्यकाल दोस्तों दिस इज के जी एस यू स्टैंडफर्ड नाइन्टी पॉइंट वन एफ एम आई एम प्रांजली एंड यू आर लिस्निंग टू चाय टाइम फ्रेंड्स आई बिलीव वर्ड्स हैव एक्सट्रीम पावर बट देर इज समथिंग मोर पावरफुल एंड प्रेजेंट दैन वर्ड्स एंड दैट इज म्यूजिक एज यू नो इन चाय टाइम वी ट्राई टू ब्रिंग डिस्टिंग्विश गेस्ट फ्रॉम डिफरेंट फील्ड बट विदाउट इवन ट्राइंग चाय टाइम रिवॉल्व अराउंड म्यूजिक एंड टूडे अवर चाय इज गोइंग टू बी एक्सट्रीमली मेलोडियस very surely chai we can say as we have some very special guests on our show stay tuned there's not only stanford hospital and lucille packard children's hospital but several other local hospitals as well and they need your help to save lives if you are in good health and between the ages of 17 and 74 the stanford blood center invites you to donate you can even make an appointment online all blood types are needed for more information please visit bloodcenter.stanford.edu that's bloodcenter.stanford.edu or call 650-723-7831 वेलकम बैक दोस्तों दिस इज के जी एस यू स्टैंडफर्ड नाइन्टी पॉइंट वन एफ एम एंड यूर लाइव ऑन चाय टाइम एंड एज आई सेट टूडे वी हैव सम वेरी स्पेशल गेस्ट ऑन अवर शो सो एज वी वे टॉकिंग अबाउट म्यूजिक देर इज अ वर्ल्ड ऑफ वर्ड्स एंड देर इज वर्ल्ड ऑफ साइलेंस बट इन बिटवीन देर इज अ मैजिकल प्लेस एंड दैट इज म्यूजिक एंड सच अ प्लेजर टू हैव सम वेरी टैलेंटेड गिफ्टेड आर्टिस्ट फ्रॉम द वर्ल्ड ऑफ म्यूजिक बिंदु सुब्रमण्यम एंड अम्बी सुब्रमण्यम विथस वी कैन ईजिली कॉल दैम द फ्यूचर ऑफ इंडियन नेक्स्ट जेन इंडियन म्यूजिक प्लीज वेलकम बिंदु एंड अम्बी ऑन आवर शो Known as the new king of Indian classical violin, Ambi has been on stage since the age of seven. His greatest musical influences his father and guru, Doctor L. Subramaniam. Also with us is Bindu Subramaniam, having been dubbed a third-generation prodigy and an assured young soprano by the press. Bindu is an accomplished songwriter, singer, and a pianist. Ambi and Bindu, such a pleasure to have you on our show. How are you? Thank you so much for having us. We're good and excited to be here. Yeah, thanks a lot. We're really looking forward to coming, coming there and performing for all of you. Yes, and the purpose of this episode is that uh, I want my listeners to understand and know your music, and they are very fortunate that they are going to listen to you today, and then very soon they are going to get this opportunity to see you live, to see you perform live in ICC Melpitas on April eighth. So we are very very excited and really looking forward to it. And uh, I know you are coming with your band Subramania. So at this point, before we start talking, why don't you introduce me to your band? How did it all come together? And if you can introduce me to your band, that will be great. Well, first of all, it's um, it's a great pleasure for us to come there and and perform and share our music. Uh, I think for us, Subramania has been a lot of fun because it's been a place where we've got to experiment. Uh, in India, we have um, we have basically a, a piano player, um, a guitar, uh-huh. a bass, and uh, and percussion. And what's what's nice is that we all kind of come from different backgrounds. Uh-huh. So we our our piano player is um, is essentially a jazz player. Our um, A guitarist is a rock guitarist, and uh, our percussionist is a world percussionist. So we we try to come uh, from different angles. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. So it, it's been interesting for us to kind of uh, write new material and and try to try to do something that we all enjoy. Yes, and Bindu, what are your thoughts? You are coming to Bay Area and you are going to perform live. So Subramania with Andaz band. So how is it going to be? Please tell us about the concept. We are excited about uh, having this performance uh, of Subramania at the India Community Center. And also it's, a, it's an interesting opportunity for us. And we're pretty excited to be collaborating with Andaz as well mm-hmm. and uh, trying to see how we can put a different spin on the music that we're doing and their music, uh, they're doing. And it's, uh, it feels good. Yes, yes. And uh, I have so many questions to ask you. But before that, I would really like to play a music piece Esperanza, because that was one piece when I was listening, I could see the great chemistry between all the artists, you and your band. It was really, really great. So uh, let's play some music for our listeners and then we can talk more. And at this point, I would like to let my nis- listeners know that Ek Pyar Ka Nagma Hai, this musical concert with Subramania and Andaz Creations is on April 8th in ICC. And they should definitely buy tickets and come to the show. So let's hear Esperanza.
great piece of music and uh, of course we are eagerly waiting for you and for the concert but bindu uh, i would like to say that uh, in my family uh, dr l subramaniam is considered god i think of kavita ji as saraswati and of course i think of them when talking to you but at the same time i appreciate the unique voice you have so tell me more about your music and between all these greats was it difficult to find your voice um i i definitely feel fortunate that we come from uh, a family of musicians and we sort of have that uh, that legacy upon which we can build mm-hmm. i also really appreciate the fact that uh, our parents have been supportive in us doing music that is slightly different from what they do and allowing us to explore uh, our own ideas so esperanza for example is sort of what we would call contemporary world music where we take elements from indian music and flamenco and whatever else seems to be inspiring at that time so for me as an artist to find my voice has sort of been mostly about uh doing whatever feels honest to me at that point in time or creating the music that resonates most with me hmm and uh, same with uh, ambi ambi you had an opportunity to learn from the greatest dr l subramaniam such a privilege but at the same time he is your dad how hard or how easy it is to have your dad as your teacher uh well it kind of depends on how you look at it mm-hmm. and one one thing definitely uh i've had uh, it's a great pleasure and it's uh, it's a big gift to be able to learn from an artist of that stature and uh, i guess uh, advantage you have as um as a son and being in that environment is that you're always exposed to that kind of music so it is very different from from going you know one hour a week and having class and coming back mm-hmm. but you kind of are exposed to that environment all the time so you learn so much by by you know watching them practice interacting with other musicians um listening to the music they listen to uh that all has a, a huge impact and then i think at that age you realize that okay if um if i want to make a mark this is the standard that uh that i should set for myself so i i think that kind of uh gives you an idea of of how much work you need to put in mm-hmm. if if you want to do something work so i think in in that way it, it's been great i mean of course uh people will um, expect you to be of a different standard <laughs> but i think it's in some ways because if you if you had um, that kind of um exposure and that kind of training i think uh, <laughs> in some ways it's fair to expect that uh, we use it well yeah then the best part is see i won't lie i have been following dr l subramaniam ji and very recently i have started following you right and i am amazed how effortless and secure you are when you are playing violin totally in your zone in your world at your best me as an audience sometimes get i get worried that wow he's going to be compared 
with the great maestro but i look at you and you look extremely comfortable very happy so how do you achieve that at such a young age and trust me we are not just listening to you we are watching you and that combination it's out of the world it's great so tell me about it well first of all thanks lot i um well i did a couple of things one <clears throat> i was kind of lucky to start early so when you start at a young age uh like at six or seven and you start performing then you're not really worried about all the possible things that can go wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way yeah so you're just like playing music because you enjoy it yes uh, so I, i think it's easier to start at that age when maybe if you start when you're 16 17 and you go on stage and you're you're already thinking of the hundred things that can go wrong mm-hmm. but i think um in in that way I mean I I always try to enjoy what I'm doing. So I mean uh, when I'm on when I'm on stage I just try to enjoy the music and not worry about other things that are not in our control. Okay yeah. And uh, Bindu uh, of course you had a great influence you uh, grew up with uh, dr lg and then with kavita ji and usually in india cricketers they will follow their dad or singers or actors but when i hear your music it has like how did you come into this world of fusion and world music and all this exposure you have been in classical indian music but then you started on your own and then look at you like wow it is vast and wide how did you get into all of this tell me about your journey well i think when we were growing up we had access to a lot of great music from around the world because our dad was uh, also collaborating with a number of uh, incredible jazz artists yes. and people from around the world so that kind of uh opened up our you know mental pathway so to speak to, to let us know what was out there and let us know what was the possibility and there were a lot of people who sort of expected me to either do uh classical music like my dad or kind of do do the bollywood thing and that that was a challenge for some time but i realized that when i found my voice to be more contemporary and uh, more rooted in different styles of world music and popular music there were people who were willing to listen and were willing to appreciate that and so I I sort of am grateful that people recognize that I come from a legacy that I sort of have a different path and uh, a different perspective. Great. And since we are talking about the family background and the legacy you're carrying forward, here I would like to play Telana. And I know my daughter uh, is a Bharatanatyam dancer and I know Telana is uh, like the concluding part, but I want to bring it right now because Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think originally Dr. L. Uh, Subramaniam had played this. Uh, tell me the story behind Telana and tell me more about this music piece. Well, this is actually a composition of my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had originally, I think, composed this uh, as a classical piece and uh, he tried to uh, add a kind of different spin to it. Mm-hmm. It's actually a, a live recording of all music. Uh, I think from last year when we were touring and um, I think it was uh, uh, it's a very interesting piece because I mean while it it can be played in a very very traditional way which is very rhythmic and uh, uh, 
it also has a very uh, very good potential to have you know uh-huh. uh, to be used in a fusion space so that's why we kind of uh, try to use this we try to use this in our uh, in our concerts and we like to be playing this on the eighth. so let's hear telana formed and recorded alongside artists like Dr. El Subramaniam, Kavita ji, Alzaro, George Duke, Stanley Clark, Billy Cobham, Larry Correll, Annie Watts, what not Karki Segal, Matthew Santos, Jasraj ji, Pankaj ji, Hari Haran, Remo Fernandez, like the list is endless, right? All these greats and you're playing, you're you're with them performing. please tell me about that experience share some of the beautiful things you have experienced in your journey so i think the most exciting thing about being able to uh, share a stage with artists like that is being able to watch what happens 
off stage and being able to see how these artists sort of carry themselves uh, through the day, but also how they approach learning new music or how they approach, uh, you know, the idea of how much practice goes into it. And, and when I think of artists like, uh, you know, Alvaro or George Duke, what really strikes us is the amount of humility they have and the dedication to their art. Mm-hmm. And um, for us, like, in fact, our, our song, Days in the Sun, was something that we wrote when we found out that George Duke had passed because the, the kind of impact that these artists have had uh, on us while we were growing up is, is something that I can never discount. Every time you meet a new artist and you see their perspective on the world, it really gives you an insight into, uh, you know, what it means to be a musician and, and what to do. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I was reading about you somewhere and you said that, yeah, you have been exposed to all this music and you are singing your own songs and writing. So you were just 12 when you wrote your first song. Is that right? I've been experimenting with songwriting for, for a fairly long time. Um, I don't know when the first time I wrote a good song was. I don't <laughs> know whether that's happened yet, but I have been writing for a long time. Wow. And then, so, yeah, so I was saying that I was reading somewhere that you were saying that Ma was very strict with my pronunciation and with diction. So uh, that helped you a lot, right? Yes, absolutely. Having parents who are critical of what you do is, is a, it's a great way to get better. Yeah. And then do you sing Hindi also, Hindi songs? I, I do. I mean, I, I have sung a bit of Hindi in the past. I mm-hmm. tend to stick with uh, English and I use sort of Sanskrit shlokas and stuff like that. Primarily English because uh, I, I tend to sing what I write. And, um, you know, most of it is, is centered around English in that respect. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm asking this because, yeah, uh, your Sanskrit, your Hindi, your English, like you can somehow like everything comes out perfect, like the pronunciation. I'm I'm very big on diction and pronunciation and it was really impressive. So that's why I was asking you. So, yeah, keep it up. And at this point, I really want my listeners to hear Autumn Leaves. So before we play the music, would you like to tell us more about Autumn Leaves so that they get an idea? So Autumn Leaves is uh, it's a jazz standard that's been kind of sung by every every jazz singer or every great musician or played by instrumentalists as well over the last, uh, you know, half a century. And that's a song that really speaks to me because I think it's a song that has a lot of depth and it can be uh, kind of interpreted in many different ways. Mm-hmm. I saw Algero perform that song live and it was sort of a... It was a moment that, you know, I'll never forget in my life. It sort of changed a lot of things. And so when I was doing my first album, I felt like I really wanted to do a version of Autumn Leaves, but also not do a version that had been done before to kind of pay tribute to the Indian heritage that I have and that sort of world music perspective. The idea was to sort of do Autumn Leaves, but bring in aspects of Raga and Indian music and uh, kind of improvisationally bring that in and sort of showcase the the similarities between uh, improvisation that could take place in a jazz context and in an Indian context. Great. So let's hear Autumn Leaves. Thank you. 
Bindu and Ambi, this question is for both of you and one of you can answer this. Uh, I have twins and I see them competing, competing with each other all the time, yet counting on and complementing each other's capabilities. Then here in Andas creations, I see Raju and Krishnan, again siblings and both extraordinarily talented and working together and bringing music together. And here, you two are also doing such great creative collaboration. How is it? Like for like the term sibling rivalry, has it played any part in reaching where you are today? Uh, well, I don't I don't think so because uh, I mean, while we're both doing music, we're, we're in slightly different spaces. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> perhaps, uh, <laughs> perhaps the answer would be different if we were both singers or we were both violinists. Yeah, but the thing is, even um, we, we end up bringing two very different things to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, apart from uh, the fact that we are doing different things, uh, she uh, comes from a very different background in the sense that um, she learned uh, she she learned songwriting from Berkeley. She writes uh, she writes in English. Of course, we 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 both learned Indian music mm-hmm. in the beginning, but then her. Her voice is very different uh, uh, from the sense that um, I mean, I am obviously and mainly an Indian classical musician, and mm-hmm. I've learned Western classical. So yeah. the thing is, our our perspectives are different. Mm-hmm. So I think as long as you, as long as you respect the other person's point of view, um, I think you're. Yeah. And then, as you said, like two very different things and you're bringing it together. Right. And that creates such a great impact. And talking about doing things together, I heard you were in Nepal and then I was reading about your school. Sapa, that's what you call it. So if Bindu would like to tell us more about the school and how it all started, it will be great. So SAPA basically uh, was started in, by our parents in 2007, and uh, Ambi and I have sort of been running it since 2011. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind SAPA was to create a home for global music in India and kind of create the next generation of performing musicians. So we take in kids from the time they're three and uh, kind of work with them to be professional musicians. We have our own syllabus, we write our own textbooks, and we have a lot of global music workshops. And... Uh, Three years ago, through SAPA, we started the SAPA in Schools program, mm-hmm. where we bring Indian uh, and global music to children in schools as part of school curriculum. And we currently work with about uh, 10,000 kids. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to sort of institutionalize music education and uh, make sure that every child in India, whether they're rich or poor, whether they go to an international school or whether they go to a government school or, you know, an NGO school, has access to good quality music education. So wow. SAPA is sort of our mission, and we, we look at it as a movement. And I think that that's a, a major driver for us. It's something that really motivates us every day. Wow. And, and how- we were lucky that we were in Nepal uh, huh. at this conference to sort of present the work that's been happening uh, through SAPA and SAPA and Swiss. Wow, great. So how is the response? You all have been working so hard. So are people coming, little kids and students, and they are learning good? Yes, it's it's actually fantastic to see the response of the little kids and how how much fun it is. Because for us, um, we don't think that creating professional musicians should be torture. <laughs> so we have this up a baby program where 
it's it's a lot of fun for these kids who come in history and they work on their music and then they form these connections and bonds and uh, it, it's really heartening to see. And what we what we also try to do is uh, focus a lot on young children mm-hmm. because uh, a lot of times uh, I think is a perception that we don't really agree with is uh, when you have when you have a kid that wants to learn uh, wants to learn music. A lot of times, when they go to a teacher and they're three, four, five, they'll tell them, no, no, he's too young to learn classical music, or she's too young, let him come when he's seven or eight. And by then, you know, you, you've lost so much of potential learning, hmm. because, uh, I mean, obviously, nobody says that, uh, nobody says that they're too young to learn yeah. uh, language at the age of three, or too, too young to learn uh, anything else. Um but uh, I I think so. We've been really focusing on on methodology. Mm-hmm. I think also the the way you teach three year olds, four year olds has to be very very different from how you teach a nine year old or ten year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes I mean the way the way they absorb at that age is is fantastic. That's great, and you are you two are such great examples that. If you start early, see what you can do, right? It's it's such a great thing that you're spreading it and you're bringing it forward. I think we we were kind of lucky that way that, that we started so young because our parents are musicians. So I mean, uh, I started when I was was three. Uh, just I mean because I was in that environment and I mm. had that exposure. But I mean, if uh, if you're not in that environment, then, you know, people would say that, oh, that's that's too young to learn. Let him wait for some time. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're like little plants, right? You have to provide the environment. Talent they will have, but until unless that environment is there, they cannot do anything. So such a great thing. And Absolutely. yeah, you are surrounded with music, you are working, you are teaching, and you are making it all count. So this is when I would like to play another piece of music, Make It Count. And before I play that, if you or Ambi could explain us about that piece, it will be really great. Well, actually, this this piece was, um, was kind of interesting because the whole idea um, of this was to take a very traditional Indian raga <laughs> and um, kind of... Um, so this, this piece is in a raga that's been around for more than... 250 years, but the idea was to try to uh, make it uh, sound very contemporary. Mm -hmm. So um, this was, uh, so we kind of took the raga and uh, um, used a lot of chromatic harmony, so it sounds um, quite jazz in its approach, Mm -hmm. Uh, but the raga is very traditional. Yeah, so let's hear Make It Count.
friends, this is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM and you are listening to Chai Time and yes, you are listening to Bindu and Ambi, members of the first music family of India. Such a privilege. We are honored and we are blessed to have them on our show. And then again, great pleasure that our own Raju is here in the studio Andas Creations and as you know Andas Creations and Subramania they are collaborating and we are having this concert we can call it Beria's best musical concert which we are going to have and that is Ek Pyar Ka Nagma Hai so please welcome Raju on the show here in the studio and let's ask him about uh, the show about the concept and how we can uh, see them perform live. Welcome, Raju. Welcome to the studio. How are you? Hello, Pranjali. Uh, thrilled to be here on this program. Uh, a good afternoon to all your listeners. Thank you. And Ambi and, Ambi and Bindu, a huge privilege for me to be working with you folks. Thank you so much. So, Raju, uh, we are talking about this great concert, Ek Pyar Ka Nagma Hai, and I have been talking to Bindu and Ambi and about their band, Subramania, and I think this is a good time if you can tell us about your band, Andas Creations, about your lead singers, about your band, and how are you going to collaborate, and what can we expect from you? Uh, so, Pranjali, Andas started in a, in a garage. Mm-hmm. There were about... Uh, there were about, I think, four or five people, and my wife and I were two out of those four or five people. Okay. Right. Uh, today, you've seen a productions where there are anywhere from 75 to 100 people in an actual production. Uh, we have raised over a million dollars in fundraisers, and as a group, we have performed in the U.S., in India, Singapore, mm-hmm. Fiji, uh, some smaller gigs in U.K., uh, so we've had wonderful, wonderful support, and I do want to acknowledge the musicians, the the choreographers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are credited with originating the what we call the Bollywood Broadway production, where we combine great music uh, with themes that recreate those wonderful times on 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 stage using many different dimensions, including multimedia and live acts and of course of course great music <laughs> so we've come a long way i want to talk i want to thank the bay area uh, music community for the wonderful support that they've shown to shown to andas creations here that's great and this is going to be beautiful with bindu and becoming their band and then your lead singers your band and we are really looking forward to it and it's on april 8th in icc at 7 p.m right that's right. So, uh, Padmasri Kavita Krishnamurti Subramaniam, right? Uh, their mom, she was kind enough to include me on on some of her programs, mm-hmm. right? And so I got connected to this, what I consider the first family of Indian music. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you already talked about it, but but be, being in that home with Kavita ji, Elisar. Ambi Bindu, you almost get music through reverse osmosis by just being in the air around there. Exactly. Uh, it was an amazing feeling. Yes. And so Ambi and Bindu brought up this idea of uh, doing a fusion concert. Uh, we latched on to it. Mm-hmm. And thank, thanks to you, thanks to our sponsors, thanks to our patron, 
we're going to do an event uh, which is very different from our other event. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's songs composed by the original group. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, songs based on based on the violin because we have Ambi, the new king of Indian classical music. Mm-hmm. We have a wonderful band to go with that. And yes, there will be a Bollywood segment where we play Bollywood's greatest violin-based song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will feature feature uh, Pooja, who's a top-notch singer from Sarigama, uh, Divya, all right, uh, Krishnan, who's helping co-produce this show as a uh, in partnership with India Community Center, mm-hmm. uh, Voice of Mukesh Manohar, and Sanjay Saxena, who sings Rafi songs wonderfully well. So this show is going to have a little bit of everything and looking forward to the energy and the creativity we're going, we're going to be uh, you know, creating on, on the 8th of April. Yes, and I'm excited and I'm sure the whole barrier is excited and they, I'm going to put all this information on my blog, Raju, and then uh, the address for my blog is chai dash uh, time-radio.tumblr.com then I'll put it on facetime.com slash chai time radio and if you can give us a link where uh, audience can buy tickets that will be great it's on Sulekha right yeah 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 let me just announce how to get the tickets so by the way I do want to say these tickets would normally be priced around the 40 to 50 dollars as at a starting point <laughs> uh ICC is doing this as a promotion to the music community, creating cultural awareness. The sponsors are stepping up. Mm-hmm. So the regular tickets are priced at 20 and the VIP is at 50 So wonderful, wonderful deal. Yes. Uh, you can get those tickets by going to Suleika and look for Subramania mm-hmm. on, on Suleika or simply go to indiacc.org and it is a featured concert, the Subramania concert. Or... Uh, you can call the number 510-378-7298, okay? 510-378-7298. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you can find us find us on Facebook. So a number of ways to get to this. Uh, look forward to your support. So, Raju, here I would like to say that we always talk about the lyricists, the songwriters, and the, and mainly about the performers, right? We see them live uh, singing and playing and all that, but so much work goes behind it. And it all, I think the whole credit goes to the group of people involved, the band, right? The musicians. So, please tell us more about it, like... How does it work? It's not just one person or two person, right? There are so many people involved. Uh, totally, Pranjali. In, in a music program, unless it's a pure classical program where you have a singer and one instrumentalist, mm-hmm. about 70, 70% of the output comes from from the band and not just the singers, right? And I'd like to introduce this wonderful band. They're playing everything from you know, Kannada classical to fusion to uh, the Bollywood stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. And these are six or seven guys trying to replicate 12-track productions or, or some of the songs where, you know, they had a 100-piece band, you know, with, with, with Shankar Jaikishan, et cetera. So the musician, um, Ben Thomas on the keys. Uh-huh. Uh, we have uh, Vinod on the lead guitar. Uh-huh. 
Sai on the base. We have Raj Ayer leading the rhythm and percussions. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Sridhar on the Mridangam. We have uh, Art Williams, who's a Western jazz drummer, joining us because it's a fusion concert. We wanted to make sure it's, it's, it's a blending. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, of course, we have singers providing the chorus and harmonies. And we have a sound specialist who's uh, himself a drummer and guitarist, so he understands and needs the musicians really well. And that's Vikram from Digital Harmony, Vikram Kalyana Raman. Okay. And like you said, there are at least, uh, oh, I, I want to mention Neha, who's doing the project, project management. Mm-hmm. And then Krishnan and I are you know, directing the overall production of this event. So uh, many, many people to thank about, but do want to make sure the wonderful musicians do get recognized. So uh, really, really exciting. And I'm sure we are going to have a great audience for such a great concert. And Bindu and Ambi, I can't tell you how we are waiting for you and counting days. And at this point, uh, Bindu, I would like to ask you if you have any message for the listeners and for this young generation, the group of young singers who are trying to find their way, who are struggling, if you can say a few words to them, that will be great. Well, I just wanted to say that we're really looking forward to coming and uh, having this concert and collaborating with the amazing Andaz group. Um, to young, I think just, the most important thing for anybody who is starting out or who wants to do it is just to keep believing in themselves and keep working towards some sort of concrete goal every day. I mean, uh, it, it can be disheartening and it is definitely not easy, but it is important to just keep moving towards it. Definitely. And Ambi, I, I was reading about you and the age you are, People are still thinking what they should do, how they should continue, how they should pursue. And you are at a place where you have achieved so much and uh, you are still learning and trying to learn more and achieve more. So please tell uh, my listeners, uh, how do you keep doing it and what should they do in their life to make it big and uh, to bring success in their life? Well, I think I was... I'm lucky to find um, find out what I enjoyed doing early, mm-hmm. uh, but I think uh, I think the way I try to look at it is uh, I try to try to find out what what you really enjoy doing and and uh, work as hard as you can towards that. Essentially, yes. Uh, uh, I think as long as you find you find that thing that you're passionate about. Then, um, then you don't really feel like you're working. <laughs> yes, and uh, I know you. You are tired. You have been traveling. You have been rehearsing, practicing, and you really don't want to go on and on. But one last thing, which is not related to music, when you and Bindu and Doctor El Subramanyamji, Kavita Ji, all sit on a dining table. What do you talk about? Do you just talk music? And how is it? I'm always curious to know about it. Well, um, there is a lot of music talk happening and uh, different perspectives that keep uh, coming across 
and I think it's great to be able to discuss work with your family and, uh, you know, you don't always agree on things, but it's, it's nice to have different perspectives and kind of share something. So Bindu and Ambi, we are very, very excited. And I know you have been very busy and you still uh, took time to talk to us. I'm so grateful and really, really looking forward to seeing you. Uh, thanks so much for having us. We really look forward to uh, the 8th and uh, we... We are looking forward to this and we look forward to seeing you and everybody else there. Thank you so much for everything. Yes, and you yes. know, any this interview is incomplete without playing Days in the Sun. But before that, it would be great if you could tell us more about the background, about the Vedic chanting you had. And it is such a unique phenomenon. So please tell us more about it. Uh, well, firstly, thank you for that. Uh, Days in the Sun is sort of a song for us that was the first song that we wrote together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of came out of a, a sort of intensity from when we found out that George Duke, the legendary uh pianist and keyboard player had passed. So the song is sort of about loss and longing, but it also presents what what Subramania is in terms of using elements of Indian music and English language and kind of contemporary song structures. And uh, But more than that, uh, Days in the Sun is just it's a song that means a lot to us, and it's a song that we really enjoy sharing with audiences and people. Yes, and... Thank you again. Thank you, Bindu. Thank you, Ambi. And uh, Raju. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Raju, I would say that either people inherit their artistic ability from their parents or they are gifted and born artists. But when these two combine, then it's a rare phenomenon. And yes, that is called Bindu Subramaniam and Ambi Subramaniam. Yes, we may know them as El Subramaniam Ji and Kavita Ji, son and daughter, but they are the future of next-gen music world. They are unique and they have their own identity. We here in Bay Area are privileged and delighted to have them on April 8th at ICC Mill Peterson. एक प्यार का नगमा है. जाते जाते राजू, आप क्या कहेंगे हमारे सुनने वालों से? सुनने वाले से यही कहेंगे कि uh we have done events at many different uh, venues with many different artists mm-hmm. uh but to be on this stage with ambi and bindu uh it's 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 not a right it's a privilege so very very gracious of them to be collaborate, collaborating with us and look forward to creating something really unique and something that's not been done before Great. All the best, Raju. All the best, Ambi and Bindu. And here I would leave my listeners uh, uh, with Days in the Sun and I urge them to come and see you live. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.